Okay, so we are on Daf Chaf Beis Amr Aleph at the top of the page. We're actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines down uh, from the top of the page. And um, if you remember on the last Amr, so we mentioned the idea, uh, someone else had quoted the idea that there were 16 or 16 different, uh, a list that they had found of 16 Shniyos. Um, and one of the things they were talking about in terms of how they would determine those 16 Shniyos, Larayos, so, um, was a list of Rebichia. Rebichia had a list of six Shniyos. So the, the uh, Gemara now is going to tell us what that list was. What was this list of six Shniyos, Larayos, that Rebichia had listed? Uh, once again, the article has a really uh, helpful chart on the bottom of 22A1, that will be helpful for you. Um, you don't absolutely need it, but it's, you know, it, it, it could be helpful to have um, in front of you. Um, okay, so let's see what the Gemara is referring to with these Shniyos uh, Larayos. So it says the Gemara is false. Tani Debei Rebichia. So we have a, uh, it was taught in the, in the, in the base Madrash of Rebichia. Shlishi, so here we, right away, here we go. Shlishi Sheva Beno. The third in the line of his son, Visheba Bito, and the third in the line of his daughter, Visheba Ben Ishto, and the third in, and, and the third in the line of the son of his wife, Visheba Bas Ishto, and the third in the line of his, the daughter of his wife, Shniya. All those individuals, those four individuals, are Shniyos Larayos. Rashi now is going to explain to us what each of these things means. So what Shlishi Shebib no? Second wide line from the second line from the top in Rashi. Shlishi Shebib no, Bas Ben Beno. Okay? So the daughter of your grandson, right? Your son's son's daughter, that your granddaughter basically, right? Your sorry, your great granddaughter. Um, ben Beno is your grandson, right? And Bas Ben Beno is the daughter of your grandson's, your grandson's daughter. Bas Beno Erva, because Bas Beno is already an Erva Deraisa, right? But Ben, but Bas Ben Beno, the great great granddaughter, that's not listed in the Erayos, so that was included by Chazal as one of the Shniyos Larayos. Okay, and Sheba Bito, and the third in line, Shlishi Sheba Bito, Bas Ben Bito. So again, again, your great granddaughter, but your great granddaughter, who's your daughter's son's daughter. Why? Why is that one of the Shniyos? Share Bas Bito, your great-great-granddaughter, sorry, your granddaughter from your daughter, uh, is also an Erva. Hilgach Bas Ben Bito Shniyah. Right? So the daughter of your, uh, your daughter, the daughter of your son's daughter, the daughter of your daughter's son, right, um, is a Shniyah. Rechem Bas Ben Bena Shal Ishto O Bas Ben Bita. And the same thing, would be the, again, daughter of your grandson, uh, of, uh, sorry, daughter of your son's grandson, or the daughter of your daughter's son. So all these, um, sorry, or your daughter, sorry, or your wife's, um, again, great-granddaughter from your, the daughter to the son to the daughter. So the, the point here is just your daughter and her daughter and her daughter and her daughter all the way down, that's already, that's, that's Arias also already, right? We, we go straight down in the order from the daughter's side um, that's Arayos. But again, once you start shifting in to the sun, etc., so those were not included in the Arayosa, so come, Rebichia says, these are the four examples, um, great-grand, great-granddaughters, 
basically all who are Aser Midrabanan from Shnios. Okay. Um, that's the first, that's the first four examples. Okay. Um, and then what's the other two? Revi Shebechamov Vishebechamoso Shnia. And a fourth generation from your father-in-law and mother-in-law is also Shnia Saras. What does that mean? Fourth generation from your father-in-law and mother-in-law. So Shebechamov says Rashi, first skinny line, Dor Revi Shebechamov, Hainu, Aim, Aim, Chamov. Okay, so you have a father-in-law, and he has a mother, and her mother. Okay, so your, fa- your father-in-law's grandmother on his mother's side. So just notice, as we're having these conversations, you might notice the difference, and the Gemara is going to point this out in a second, that what we call Dor Shlishi and Dor Revi here, it seems to shift. That in the first case, we considered... Um, we don't consider my, like my wife in this conversation as one of the generations. It's just the, f- the further generations, the son, the granddaughter, the great-granddaughter, for example. So that's three generations past my, past my wife, right? But in this case, your wife counts as generation one, and then we count it up to, quote, four, even though it's really just three more generations up. So in each, each scenario, it's really three generations up or three generations down. But the Gemara refers to one of them as Shlishi and refers to one of them as Ravi. Rashi points it out because we're going to see it. Uh, the Gemara is going to ask a question about this later. Finds um, last by Chamov and what's with Chamoso says Rashi Aim Aim Chamoso. Okay, my mother-in-law's mother's mother. Right, so my mother-in-law's grandmother. So that's already four generations because my wife is the first generation. Then there's my mother-in-law, and then her mother, and then her mother. So all those uh, individuals are. Um, not Asimi Deraisa, but are all Arayos, Al Shnios Larayos. Okay. Good? Yes? In theory? Okay. Um, fine. So, so Amalei Ravina Ravashi. So Ravina says to Ravashi, um, after hearing this case of the six Arayos, the six Shnios of Rebichia, he says to him, My Shna Lamala, the Kachashiv Lali Ishto, or My Shna Lamata, Right? I don't understand. In the case where you go up, which is really our last two cases, right? The last two cases of the mother, my, my mother-in-law's mother, mother, my, my, that, that direction, or my father-in-law's mother's mother's mother, all the way up, right? So those scenarios, those, when those are lamala, right? We, can, we count, we, we are machshiv, the man's wife, right? Why? Meaning because we count it as the fourth generation. Because it's my mother and then her mother, her father and his mother and his mother, right? All those are four generations up, including the wife as the first generation, right? That's Lamala. However, when it comes to Lamata, the first four cases, which is all about great granddaughters, right? In that direction, we call it Shlishi, right? We call it Shlishi even though if you would count my wife or me, I'm generation one. And then all the way down, the, the, the thir- three more steps down should be four. So why in one case you call it Shlishi, in one case call Ravi? The, the question, it's not just a semantics question. It, it is semantics, but on the other hand, it's, again, we're trying to memorize Mishnayas here. We want to make sure we understand them correctly. And, and it seems like your counting is different for one than it is for the other. And that's confusing. What is that? Is that coming to teach me something? Is there some, there's got to be some reason why you um, call one Shlishi and one Ravi if um, you, could, you, could say, you could have said to me, who cares? Right, it's called three, it's called four. The answer is it matters. Because you're trying, is there something else you're trying to show me here by calling one shlishi and one revi, by counting the wife, not counting the wife? 
Like, what are you doing here? And otherwise, it just becomes confusing because really the number of generations is really the same in, in each case. So, what's going on here? So, he answers as follows. This is a very simple answer. When it comes to the cases where we're going in Lamala, right, the last two cases, which are the case of my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, they're both what? My in-law parents, which are all come from what? The fact that I'm married to my wife. Right? Their, their relationship is an outgrowth of the relationship I have with my wife. And therefore, she's counted as generation one, and then we go up. But in the other cases, they're just my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, etc. Those all come from me. They don't come necessarily, I mean, they come from me and my wife, but they're not, they're not only because of my wife in a certain sense. Um, the relationship with that individual is not, it doesn't come exclusively because, I, because of my wife. Meaning, for example, if I, well, fine. It's not exclusive because of my wife. It's, it's, it's directly my blood relatives. And therefore, in that scenario, you don't count her as part of that conversation. Okay. Um, so it says, Gemara, not so fast. V'ha ben ishto ubas ishto di isura mikoach ishto kaasi v'lo chashivla. But wait a second. We have cases already, right, of, of, um, of my wife's son, right, or my wife's daughter, which are in Israel, which comes only from right the fact that they're related that I'm, that I'm married to my wife. She's, they're not my children. They're not my blood relatives. They're her relatives, right? And nevertheless, we consider her in that conversation. Again, they're, they're included. Rashi included them before as part of those um, uh, cases of the great grandchildren. One of them is that they can come from my wife's children, right? My wife's child's son. Rashi pointed out before. Um, Yeah, Rashi actually mentioned the last wide line on top. He said, "V'chein bas ben bina shal ishto, o bas ben bita." Right? You could two the two the scenarios were the great granddaughter that's come from my my wife's son's daughter, etc. So the so the, those two cases are from my wife, and they're not from me. They're go, they're going down instead of going up, but they're also scenarios of that come directly from my wife. Not they're not my blood relatives. So how do you explain that? It says Gemara, no, 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 I'll explain it. I did the Tana Shlosha Doris Lamata today, below Hashva Tana Nami, Gimel Doris Lamata. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, no, I did the Tana Shlosha Doris Lamata today, below Hashva Tana Nami, Gimel Doris Lamata dida below Hashva. Because we had already given an example, right, in that scenario. Again, the case where we're going, we're counting down towards the great-granddaughters. So we'd, again, we'd given two examples already, which were not, which came from his koach. They came from him directly, not from her. And therefore, in those scenarios, we don't count the mother as the first generation because, again, they're coming directly from the husband, from the man. So in those scenarios, we didn't count the wife. So we're not going to now, in those other cases, also count the wife. So you're right. The answer is you're right. In that scenario, really, they come from the koach of, the, of Ishto. They should have counted her. But we already counted it as called shlishi, from the first two cases, which were cases were directly from the husband and had nothing to do with the wife's children. They were his own children. So uh, since we did that, so we want to keep it consistent. Okay. So that's why in the, in the cases where we count down, we, count, we don't count the wife. But when we count up, we count her as the first generation. Okay. Um, fine. But now we're on to another question about 
the Shniyos of Rebichia. So Amalei Rav Ashi, the Rav Kahana. So Rav Ashi now, if you remember before, before Rav Ina asked Rav Ashi, now Rav Ashi is asking Rav Kahana. So Rav Ashi asked Rav Kahana as follows. Shniyos the Bey Rebichia, Yeshlan Hefsik, O Einlan Hefsik. Do the Shniyos of Rebichia, do they have a Hefsik or not? If you remember, on the last time we had this question about, about a Hefsik, the Hefsik just means that they themselves, once they're Usr, it's just them, or then, no, he goes further, and there's, and like, you know, it's the, it's the great-granddaughter, so her daughter, and her daughter, and her daughter, and her daughter, and goes all the way down, or no, it's just her, that's us, sir, and no further. And again, it's an important question, because in this scenario, we're talking about Dirabanans, so then once you're dealing with Dirabanans, the more uh, Yisurim you add, the more questionable it becomes, right? Because, again, we have a concern of uh, making a Gzeel like right? Extra Dirabanans on top of, 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 of already existing Dirabanans. Um, so the question is, in this case, do they have a hefsik or not? Do they stop once you just say them, they're usher, and their children, etc., are not usher, or no? Uh, they ain't lamb hefsik. So we're going to try to bring proofs. So Tashma, the Amarav, Dalin Nashim, Yesh lamb hefsik, Vesulo. We just said before, right? We mentioned from Rav that there are four women who have a hefsik, and he didn't explain any others. And again, none of these six examples were on that list. So since, those, since he said they're following four women have a hefsik, and uh, no others, and he didn't mention any, anyone else, so the implication would be nobody else, right? It's just, just those four. Um, so he says, wait a second. Dilma kika'ama rav lahi masnisa. No, maybe rav said that. He was referring to the, that group, but he was referring to, you know, his, his original, his original uh, you know, conversation didn't deal with R6. So he was talking about a different group of, of shniyos. And that's when he said this rule. But he, if he was referring to art, you know, if he was ex- talking about the entire group, maybe he would have included us also. Not so fast. So, so you try again. So Tashma, Shlishi, Ravi, Shlishi, Ravi, In, Tfeilo. So the Gemara says, I'll give you a, another answer. Sort of... Um, Right, um, meaning the fact that the original case had said, right, and we had this whole conversation just before, why you call one Shlushi and one Ravi, but that what's clear is that it sounds like it's the third generation or the fourth generation, which is really both the third generation, but that's it. We stop there. So if you're telling me we stop there, what is the, what's the implication? The implication is that's where it stops. Right? You, you told me it's the third generation or the fourth generation, meaning not the fourth generation, not the fifth generation, not the sixth generation. So the implication of... Of um, so this is the opposite proof. Meaning, our first proof was: Did, did they have a hefsek? Well, we said there are four women who have a hefsek and no one else. So the implication: is These guys don't have a hefsek, and, and you're going to continue and all the way all the way down the line. But here, here you have the opposite opposite uh, approach. The opposite approach says: No, if we specifically list them as the third or fourth generation, that means they're not the fourth or fifth generation. And that so so therefore, you see a proof that they, that these cases all are cases that do have a hefsek, and they stop right there. Okay. Um, so to answer the bar back, no, Dilma Mishlishi Ve'elech, Mirvi Ve'elech. No, that's not a point. That's not a proof. It could have just been. It starts at the third generation or starts at the fourth generation, but of course, it continues afterwards. The fact that it's called Shlishi Revi, that's just, that's just giving me the starting point. That's just telling me where the Xera began from, where the Takana started from. So that's not a proof either. Fine. So we don't really have an answer to this question whether, whether, whether the Shniyos here stop at that, at that, you know, at that specific individual or it continues. Um, all the way down. So Amalei Rava, the Rav Nachman. So now Rava is going to ask Rav Nachman another question. 
So he asked him a very, it's kind of a funny way to ask the question, but he asked as follows. Amalei Rava Rav Nachman Chazimar Haimir Abanan Da Asad Mimarava Ve'amar Bo Bimarava Gazru Shniyos Begerim Olo Gazru Shniyos Begerim So his question is like this. Did you see the person who came from Eretz Yisrael and asked the question, in Eretz Yisrael, did they ask, did they have Shniyos by Gerim or not? So the, the very simple question is, what's Allah when it comes to Gerim? Do Gerim have Shniyos or not? So it's interesting why he asked the question this way. And he asked like, did you see a person from Eretz Yisrael who raised the question, etc.? So his question wasn't really, you know, what's Allah about Gerim? His question was, did you see the person who came and asked the question? But the bottom line is, the way the Gemara addressed the question is, what's the halacha when it comes to a ger? And why should a ger, why should a convert have a different, a different halacha in this case? Because there's a very uh, important fundamental concept in gerus, which is ger should should Right? Whenever a ger, a person is is uh, becomes a ger, becomes a convert, so they have no uh, halachic relatives at that point. Again, if they get married or have children, they do afterwards. But any of their relatives before the gerus are not halakhically their relatives after the Geras. So technically, after a person is Megayar, their brothers, let's say two brothers are Megayar, a brother and a sister, right? Both convert. So each one goes through the process separately on their own. After the conversion is finished, halakhically they're not brother and sister anymore. Right? So in theory, they can marry each other. We don't allow that. But right, same thing, when a, when a, you know, a, a mother and son are both Megayar, so once they're Megayar, they're both Geirim, but halakhically they're not mother and son anymore. And this comes up, this comes up halakhalamaisa in a lot of scenarios. Um, where you have, you know, families who, they, the, the, one parent had a Geirus and it wasn't necessarily, you know, a tolid kahalacha, and then they had, and then they had children, etc. And then the whole family goes through a Geirus. Um, and what happens at that point with the relationships between the children and the parents, and the relationship with the children and each other, etc. Comes up with another, you know, a number of nafkaminas, including avelos and things like that. But the bottom line is, since ger shenisgayer kikan shenolan dami, so what's halacha? Do we make shniyos for a ger? Meaning, look at Rashi. Begerim, look at Rashi. Rashi says begerim gazu shniyos im haya ger nasui aim imo yotzi. Right. So if he uh, if the ger Right, was married to his mother's mother, let's say, for example. And he, he, he does a gerus. So does he have to, is he allowed to be married to that woman? Right, to, uh, to his mother, to his grandmother. Right, who is, again, only Aser from Shio is not Aser Midaraisa. Why? Why are we asking the, the original case? The original case of, uh, you know, if a brother and sister got, uh, were Megayar, can they marry each other? So there the answer is, ab- is absolutely no. We're going to see a concept that explains that we don't allow people to be Megayar and then presumably it looks like they're violating Yisir Der Raisa, that we're not going to allow. Um, but the question is, what about, the, what about you know, these Yisir Der Abana? Would they apply also? So look at, look at the Gemara now. Um, the Gemara says as follows. So Amrle, um, so he answers him. He just answers the Gears question. He doesn't ask her whether he saw anybody from Eretz Yisrael. He just answers the question. So Amrle, um so Amalei Hashda Uma Ervagufa Ilav Shlayomru by Mikidusha Hamur Likadusha Kala Logazibarabanan Shniyos me by. So this is a very important concept, they just kind of say as an aside. But this, this is the whole point. What is the reason why when a Gair is Megai, when a person is Megayar, we don't let him marry his you know, sister or his mother or people who are other, otherwise their Rayos? 
The answer is, you don't want to say about them, right? Here the person made this tremendous step, became a Jew, right? They did this, they're Malin Bakodesh. They became a Jewish person, now what do you allow? Oh, now they can marry their sister? Like, give up. You don't want people to say that about us. That, right? Here the person went through this process of becoming, becoming, uh, you know, that's something that, that, that non-Jews can't do, right? So like, you go, you go from being, a, being not Jewish to becoming Jewish and you, and you violate incest. Like, that's crazy. We're not going to allow such a thing. It's gonna, it doesn't look right, right? We don't want people to say that about us. So, so therefore, for that, it, it was for that reason that we ossered um, regular arayos, right? If it wasn't for that reason, we would have allowed them to be married, right? Midar Raisa, it is taka fine, right? They really could be married to each other. So if it wasn't for this halacha, of this rule, Shalom Yomru, by Mikdushakala, we wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't have been us in the first place. Right? But, if, but if that's true, um, but if that's true, what about the Shneels? So it sounds like we're saying, yeah, so it sounds like it. Meaning, if it wasn't for that rule, we never would have said it even in the, in the case of regular Raya. So we're certainly not going to say it for, you know, the, the shneos, right? The, the, the even, the there are bottom level to say to you, you have to, you know, uh, do that too. It doesn't really make, doesn't make any sense. Right. Meaning, they, they, it's for sure that they, that they wouldn't ask for such a thing. Because that already would be too far. Because the original Raya are only us who made their bond in the first place. Okay. So Amar of Nachman Gerim Ha Ho Asul Ho Gerim Ba Ho Asul Yadan Name Bahu Milsa. So Rav Nachman. So that's the answer. The answer is no. There's no Shniyas for Gerim because Gerim already the 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 actual Arayos are only and only Asul Midrabanan. We're not going to now again almost be like a Gzera like for them. We're we're only answering the the Arayos Midrabanan for them. So not to now answer them under the Darabanans because they might come to violate what. There are bananas that we're not going to do. So that so uh, and apparently when it comes to there are, to shneos, we're not nervous that we're going to say about them that you came from kedusha kedusha kala kedusha chamur and kedusha kala. Fine. So Nachman says uh, now that we're talking about gerim. I got to tell you another halacha related. Achin minaim lo yaidu. So you have two brothers who both converted. Okay, two brothers. Each of them converts. So are they halachically brothers? The answer is no. So now, now are they Krovin when it comes to Adis and Be- in Bezdin? Hey, can they give Adis and Bezdin together? Because typically, two Krovin can't come together to stand in front of Bezdin. Okay? So, so the answer is, if they're two brothers from the same mother, they cannot give Adis uh, uh, together in Bezdin, two Geir, two Geir brothers. But if they did, then it works. Why? Because technically, they're not brothers. They're not really brothers at all. So that's permissible. But the Chachila, they shouldn't do so. But the two brothers from the father, then they're allowed to give uh, testimony. What, what's the difference? Look at Rashi. Loya um, Idu says Rashi. If you see, that's kind of like almost right in the middle of all the Rashis. Loya Idu lechachila. Why? The kurvas aim begerim kurvahi. Because the mother, when it comes to gerim, so we, we're a little more concerned about the, the kurva that exists through the mother. Why? Because there's no question. This is always a question. Um, one of the questions that I asked, why when you make a commission of Erech you always use the mother's name? So one answer we usually say is because the mothers, uh, you know, mothers uh, evoke Rachamim from Yimbo 
But one of the answers that's given is because when you, give, when you want to make a ministry you want to make sure you know for sure who the mother is and who the parent, who this person is, and get, identify them correctly. And the mother, how do you know the mother's identity? That's vada. I know for sure who the mother is of every child, right? Because the mother had the, the baby is born from the mother, right? There's a there's a sense of there's a vada. You know for sure who the mother is. Every father, right? Do I know who the father is? I'm pretty sure I know who the father is, right? But it's really only because of rov. We have a, a, a concept of kol bilos, you know, rov bilos That most women, you know, vast vast majority of women, their child comes from their husband. But of course, there are certain scenarios. Come on, let's not, that's not true. So the so the so the sense of the identity of the child being this man's son or this man's daughter is not quite as certain as the identity of the child of being this mother's son. Right? Being the mother's son is very clear. We know that for sure. Um, so, uh, so that's true, the same thing here. The point being that these two brothers from the same mother, so it's so obvious that they are really our brothers. So we don't want to have them you know, give, give testimony together, even though technic- from a technical halakhic pers- uh, perspective, they're not actually halakhically brothers. But two brothers, so we don't allow it, but it works because they're gay. But, from, uh, but if they're two brothers from the same father, so then already we say, first of all, yeah, we assume they're from the same father, but you know, it's, it's, it's still a little, it's not quite as strong. It's only a rove, so they can give aidus because again, they're gayrim. So, uh, so halakhi, they don't, they don't have that connection as brothers. Fine. Uh, so once we talk about gayrim, we mention this interesting halakhi. Amemar says, Amemar says, no, even brothers from a mother can give aidus lechachila, umayashna me'arayos. Um, and what, what's the difference between this case and Arayos? Why? By Arayos, we were, we were goes there, right? In Arayos, we made a Zera on the Dine de Arayso. You can't marry your sister, you can't marry your mother, you can't marry your daughter, etc. We made such a, we made a Zera in such a case. Why don't we make such a Zera when it comes to Bezdin? So the answer is, very interesting answer. So he says, because Erva, Amayasha me Arayos, Erva la kol masura. Eidos la Bezdin masura. Megeresh niskaya kegadon shindoladami. Arayos, everyone gets married. Right? Arayos is something that anyone does. Right? Every, anyone deciding to get married and not get married, etc. That's, that's every Jew. Every person is, is, uh, is, is having relationships. Right? But Eidos happens only in Bezdin. So we're not, meaning when it comes to Arayos, so we're nervous. This person sees and this person doesn't see. And what are they going to say? What are they going to think? But you're in Bezdin, they're not going to make a mistake. The, the, the Bezdin is run by the Dayanim, by Dayanim who know the distinctions, and they're going to understand. We allow these two guys to give testimony. Why? Because they're Gerim. They're, they're, yes, they're brothers, but they're, but they're Gerim. And we know Gershon is Gershon, they can make that distinction. No one's going to say, oh, the Bezdin is going to make a mistake, and then the next time they're going to allow two brothers to give testimony. No, they know how to make the distinction. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, the Bez, um, La Koma Sura, right? Arise is La Koma Sura, Hako no Sinashim. Everyone gets married. Hilkach, Yesharis, the Kiyuma. Asinami le Mishra Erva be Israel, right? They're gonna they're gonna make mistakes if you allow this person to be married. The people think the other people in the same relationship can get married. The Kuleyama lo yade the time of the Ger Mishin the Kadon Shenol. That's a that's a specific halachic point. Ger Shen Ger Shenolaj Ger Shen Niskar Shen Kadon Shenol. Not everybody knows that rule. However, when it comes to Edus le Beis the Masura vi'inami Machsheres Edus Achim Gerim lo Asilach Shurei Achin Israel. If you allow two to give him to uh, to give testimony, no one's gonna make the mistake and come to eventually allow two two brothers who were always brothers, always Jewish brothers, to to, uh, to testify. The bezdin yade, the gershin is because the bezdin knows to make that distinction. So we're not nervous in situations of bezdin 
that this is going to happen. Very con- uh, important concept in general for where we make zeros. We only make the zero when we're concerned about that mistake's going to happen. But if it's a scenario you're dealing with a specific group of people who are knowledgeable and aren't going to make that mistake, so then such a zero isn't going to apply.